Welcome to Studio RC, your daily encouragement for your recovery and your faith. My name is Pastor Max. I am an alcoholic and I am a believer. And I'm sober today only by the grace of God and the program that is contained in the 12-step fellowship. So our topic today is a familiar one, especially for those in recovery. We're going to we're going to talk about gratitude today. And so we're going to start right off with our scripture and then we'll come back to it as well. But our scripture comes from Psalm 118. It's going to be 118 verses 22 through 29. A little bit longer of a, a passage than we sometimes do. But listen to these words from the psalmist. The stone that the builder rejected has become the cornerstone. The Lord has done this and it's marvelous in our eyes. The Lord has done it this very day. Let us rejoice today and be glad. Lord, save us. Lord, grant us success. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. From the house of the Lord, we bless you. The Lord is God and he has made high his light shine on us. With bows in hand, join in festal procession up to the horns of the altar. You are my God and I will praise you. You are my God and I will exalt you. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good and his love endures forever. Now that last part, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His love endures forever. Many songs have been written about that. That might be a verse that is familiar with you. But I love, you know, you are my God. I'm going to praise you. You are my God. I will exalt you. Um, and I, I just, I love that that living that life of praise, that creating an atmosphere of praise and gratitude. And we're going to come back to, and I think the, the first line, the stone that the builder rejected has become the cornerstone. We're going to talk a little bit about Jesus and cornerstones in just a few moments. But let me jump into gratitude as it is, is expressed and listed in the recovery literature. Um, in the 10th step, in the 12 and 12, um, it talks about a genuine gratitude for blessings received. We want to be thankful for the things that God has done, the things that we have received. Um, it talks about in the appendix uh, in uh, the big book, our great blessings to this end, that our great blessings may never spoil us. Shall we forever live in thankful contemplation of him who provides over us all. I like that. We're going to actually um, come back to that because uh, that's a, a great thought. I don't want my blessings to spoil me. It tells us that we are actually to practice a genuine humility. This is to the end. This is why we practice humility, that our great blessings may never spoil us, that we shall forever live in that thankful contemplation of him who presides over us. What's really interesting it's humility and gratitude always seem very closely linked. Um, humility allows us to be thankful. It reminds us to be thankful. So as we're actually able to practice a genuine humility to that end, that our great blessings may never spoil us, that we don't take credit for the things that have happened in our lives, that we're not like, look what I've done. Look at all the things that I'm doing that we can live in a thankful state and say, look what God is doing in me, through me. Look at all the blessings that God has provided. Experience has taught us that um, our, our alcoholic and our addictive personalities, 
they tend to be grandiose. That may come as a shock to you. That we have, you know, we think big things. We also think big things about ourselves oft times. Now, while having seemingly good intentions, we can go off on tangents in pursuit of our cause. Um, our ego takes over and we can lose sight of our primary purpose, the lane of sobriety, the lane of recovery. We want to go into all these other lanes. But I may even, we may even take credit for God's handiwork in our lives. Like, look what I've done. Such an overstated feeling of my own importance is dangerous. It's dangerous to our sobriety, our clean time, and could cause harm in the rooms of recovery as a whole. And we don't want to do that. We cannot boast of our accomplishments because we have to remember that God is doing for us what we could not do for ourselves. To this day, the things that we're accomplishing, God is doing things in us and through us that we couldn't accomplish on our own. And we want to keep that in mind. That is a humble attitude. That's the proper uh, stature of our attitude. But it also, it captures gratitude as well. Now what's awesome, and this is written in, as Bill sees it, as in God's economy, nothing's wasted. Through failure, we learn lessons in humility, which is probably needed, painful as they may be. We need to learn greater lessons of humility because you know how thankful we can be today to know that our past failures are necessary to bring us to where we are now. Our, our bottom was necessary for, for us in order for us to rise. We needed to recognize our bottom. We needed to call this our bottom in order for us to rise. Through much pain came experience, and in suffering, we became obedient. Obedient to the path, obedient to um, just the promptings and the things of both the program and of faith. Um, and as Bill sees it, it also states, I try to hold fast to the truth that a full and thankful heart cannot, ha cannot entertain great conceits. When brimming with gratitude, one's heartbeat must surely result in outgoing love, the finest emotion that we can ever know. I love everything about this quote from As Bill Sees It on page 37. Um, we try to have a full and thankful heart. And when we have a full and thankful heart, it's hard to have conceit. It's hard to have lies. It's hard to... Um, to not see things accurate. When we have humility and we have a thankful heart, we see things as they are and we appreciate them. We appreciate God's role. We appreciate our being a part of something even though not taking credit for it. And when brimming with this gratitude that we're so thankful, our heartbeat must surely result in outgoing love. When we're thankful, it's hard not to, it's hard to contain that gratitude that we want to share with other people. The finest emotion that we could ever know is that, that grateful love of service to others. Our, many of our sponsors have told us that we should be grateful in our recovery and always have an attitude of gratitude. That gratitude is really the basic ingredient of humility. And then... Humility is the basic ingredient of anonymity. And as we're told, anonymity is the spiritual foundation for all our traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. That's, that's the most, uh, like if you want to plug into humility, principles before personalities. The, the thing that God is doing in and through us is greater than the things that we are doing. And Every morning, we can thank God for three things. I, I'm alive. 
I'm clean or I'm sober today. And I am a member of the Fellowship of Recovery, whether it's in the rooms of NA, AA, uh, Celebrate Recovery, and then with Recovery Church in the middle kind of helping on both ends, um, it really, it's, uh, it, it, it prompts us to have that, uh, that humility and that, that proper placement in God's world. And also among those around us. When we have humility, we know our place and we know that we're not greater than anyone else. Um, or inferior if you struggle with that. So this is gonna this takes us back to our scripture. I love the first part. We talked about, you know, with God, we'll praise you, we'll exalt you. Um, we thank the Lord for his good, his love endures forever. We've talked about that. I want to talk about the stone that the builder rejected has become the cornerstone. And as a person of faith, as a New Testament believer, we, we understand this to talk about the stone that the builders rejected was Jesus. The, the religious establishment, the teachers of the law, they rejected this stone. And the stone actually, even though it was rejected, became the cornerstone. Now, let me tell you a little bit about cornerstones so that, that you have an understanding. For centuries, the cornerstone has, it was laid by masons often in a public ceremony. And the cornerstone is the first stone laid in a building um, of an edifice. So like when you're building a building, the cornerstone is central because it lines up where the walls are gonna be and it, it, it kind of, it, it dictates how things are to go. And that's often, the cornerstone often is the first stone and it has the date in it and it, it's significant <coughs> because of that. Jesus, as our understanding of people of faith, is the foundation stone of the church, the cornerstone of the church on which the building uh, depends. We need Jesus as the cornerstone to build on that. Now, to keep in mind, a, quarter, a cornerstone is the principal stone. It's the, the, the stone that everything else is built off of. And um, it guides the workers in their course. We want Jesus to be the guide in our work um, as we go forward, the cornerstone of faith. We want Jesus to be that cornerstone and to go out from there. Otherwise, our walls might not be straight. Our walls won't be necessarily on a strong foundation, but when the cornerstone that was rejected by the builders, by the, the, the faith people, Jesus still became the cornerstone. Interestingly, the, the, the recovery literature uses that terminology, the architectural terminology. Um, it says, um, in We Agnostics, it's, it's listed twice. It says, we've been repeatedly proven uh, among us that upon this simple cornerstone, a wonderful, effective spiritual structure can be built. And it's talking about the program. It's talking about the 12-step program as it's listed, that it, that's, it can be a simple cornerstone for our lives for an, a wonderfully effective spiritual structure that we can build around that for our own lives. When people are like, I don't know who God is, this helps us because of the cornerstone. And it later says in that same chapter, this was our friend's cornerstone fixed in place, that that, that simple uh, cornerstone. And then it also says in how it works in the chapter, how it works, most good ideas are simple. And this concept was the keystone of the new triumphant arch through which we passed to freedom. What was this simple concept, this simple idea? It says two sentences before, God was going to be our director. That was the, the simple idea, the concept. 
He is the principal. We are his children. He is the father and we are his children. And then it says, most good ideas are simple. And this concept that God is going to be our director, that's the keystone. That's the keystone to the new and triumphant arch through which we pass to freedom. And so, and so it is with all of us. As we stay sober, as we stay clean, and we let God be our director, and as we gain in humility, and we gain in gratitude, and as love overflows our heart, and we serve other people, that is the arch through which we pass to freedom. Freedom from addiction. Freedom from alcoholism. Freedom from all those things and sins and entanglements. Um, Jesus is the cornerstone and gives us forgiveness so that we can also pass through freedom without being unencumbered. If you want to be active in your gratitude, one of the greatest ways, and this was taught to me by my father, it's always a go-to, make a gratitude list. Make a gratitude list of the things that you are grateful for. It can be as simple as I'm alive, I'm sober, you know, I'm in the, in the, the fellowship. Um, it can be I'm breathing, or you can go deeper. You can talk about the people that you're thankful for, the, the, uh, the, the things that are, that the relationships and the items within that relationship, your relationship with God, the things that God has done in our lives, through our lives, for our lives. You can put all of those things on our gratitude list. One gentleman was sharing that his sponsor said, make a gratitude list and I want you to put a hundred things down. You know, and so off he went. Um, we want to live out an active gratitude. And that list will help rem remind us um, to do exactly that because we forget sometimes. But we want to live active gratitude where we're living a life of love and a life of thanks. We want to be able to thank those in our lives. We want to be able to, to show love through our service to others. So today, as a cornerstone of your recovery, of your faith, let gratitude be that cornerstone built on, uh, on the love and forgiveness that comes from Jesus. I am so glad you're with us today. May you be grateful and live a grateful life, a grateful and active life. Know today that God loves you and so do we. Thank you for, for visiting Studio RC and Recovery Church. And remember, 12 steps, one goal. God bless and we'll see you next time.